All right. Due to some uh, weather disasters and some unforeseen uh, power outages and other, uh, you know, access issues like that, Night Swarm was not able to make it onto this week's episode. Um, I didn't really want to kind of do the whole thing alone, and I imagine that anybody listening would probably tear their ears off in a uh, Van Gogh-type insane episode if they just had to listen to me talk for an hour and a half. So I actually interviewed a buddy of mine who uh, is a game, kind of, you know, video game industry professional, uh, specifically in, like, marketing uh, in Brazil. His name's Ronaldo. Uh, Right now he's working for Black River Studios, which... Uh, just launched a VR game on guest. Um, so yeah, definitely check that out if you have a Samsung Gear VR. And uh, hopefully you enjoy this interview. Um, I have done one previous interview with uh, Drake Cummings, a buddy of mine, out in, uh, now in LA. So uh, yeah, I guess let us know if you're into this kind of stuff. Otherwise, we should be back on schedule with the normal um, you know, game releases and uh, news updates next week. So I hope you enjoy. So I am talking with Ronaldo, a good buddy of mine from Brazil. We went to uh, Full Sail together, and um, yeah, basically we've uh, you know we went through the program together. We kind of got shuffled in partway through as they were changing around some of the uh, class schedules and everything. But um, yeah, I guess go ahead and introduce yourself and uh, talk a little bit about your company that you're at and the game that you just had come out last month. All right, hello Austin, hello everyone who's listening. <laughs> That's mostly uh, just my mom, I think. <laughs> So I'm Ronaldo. Um, I am from Brazil. Uh, I've been working with marketing and publications and social media for video games for about six years now. Um, I, I'm currently working on Black River Studios, which is a studio based in Brazil, Manaus. It's in the Amazon forest, for real. Mm-hmm. And uh, the the main thing that we do here is VR games, especially for the Samsung Gear VR. Basically because we are funded by Samsung in some ways. It still has an indie vibe, but we do have, you know, funding some money from Samsung. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just launched a new game. That's what we're going to talk about. I guess that's it. Hi. All right. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. So uh, the new game is Angus. Mm-hmm. Um, Angust. Yes, it's been described uh, as a walking simulator. Very yes, which is beloved term. Yeah, it's 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 weird. It's <laughs> Immersive well, uh, exploration game. All right, so it's very uh, narrative based. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a very complex story. We had, you know, three different game designers working on it. Uh, two external uh, writers. It's a it's a very intriguing story, but it's it's a it's a story that leaves a lot of holes for the player to fill in. Mm-hmm. So we're comparing a lot to uh, games like Gone Home and the just launched Tacoma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, I'm like highly biased toward this kind of game. I think I was <laughs> one of like well, I, actually, a lot of people had heard about uh, Gone Home when we were. Um, going through Full Sail, the uh, game design mm-hmm. program there. Like, a lot of people had heard of it, but I had already played it, and I would just have, like, a, you know, like, a, I would just interrupt class to have, like, a 20-minute discussion with the teacher about the game. Especially uh, with uh, Robbing, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she loved the game. 
Um, yeah, that's that's when I played as well. I, I think I heard some feedback from other students before I played. Mm-hmm. I think it was a homework assignment, wasn't it? Or like highly recommended. Yes, yes, uh, not like necessarily, but you know, yeah. wink, wink, highly recommended. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, I think uh, I think especially with VR, um, uh, I ended up in. Uh, I, I guess I record from the Cleveland area now. Hmm. I'm going to probably hmm. get doxxed from that. So we'll find out. But uh, yeah, so, um, you know, there's the Cleveland Institute of Art and a lot of game uh, game adjacent or like interested uh, people that want to get into the video game industry. And, um, you know, VR is a big thing, obviously. Uh, everybody, it seems like every company kind of, you know, jumped on that train of like, we're going to make our own VR headset. Mm-hmm. Uh uh, actually, the isn't the Gear VR? Uh, is it now, or maybe it always was? Kind of like sort of associated with Oculus. It is associated, uh, actually. To to download any games, you have to go to the Oculus Store. Mm. It's 100% associated. It doesn't have its own uh, store. Mm. It's not on like Play Store for any like other Android games. You have to go to the Oculus Store that you only have access to if you ever plugs a samsung gear vr on your phone oh so interesting. it's kind of weird yeah yeah um so is that the type of thing where like all gear vr games will play on an oculus but not all oculus games will play on the gear uh yes <laughs> okay i'm just wondering yeah, uh, if, if the game no. was made for gear vr mm. it not not necessarily will work on oculus rift oh, okay and vice versa because right. you know the, the the Gear VR is, it has its own um, touch controller on mm-hmm. the on the headset headgear itself, right? And also has a, a controller that only works with it. It's one-handed controller. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of like a it's like a sort of like a touchpad sensor. It's got some yes trigger it's buttons on it. Very right? comfortable. Yeah, you know, it has a lot of buttons, but it's very natural mm-hmm. to use it. Yeah, it kind of looks like Oculus a. Uh, like the nunchuck of the Wii remote, sort of, but exactly. functional. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Much more useful, I think. But the the Oculus games, the Oculus Rift games, they they have the double controller thing, one right. for each hand. Yeah. So most games don't port hmm. into other platform, but okay. a few do. And uh, we may have plans in the future to port even, even further beyond, like the PC VR thing now. It's... It's a growing thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone is doing PC VR. Everyone is getting into it, and it's Steam. So, yeah, yeah, VR, yeah, it's, VR um, is super crazy right now. It's if, if you go to GDC every year, like I usually do, mm-hmm. every year, every single year, it's the the quote unquote. This is not the VR year. Next year is gonna be the VR year. Yeah, sure. You've been telling us that since 2014. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, well, it's getting closer, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's something that, um, you know, with different people I talk to, like, I, I'm i very slow to buy into these kind of things usually. I mean, even with this, you know, uh, I, I, you're you're one of the people I've kept in better contact with uh, from the full sale time. And uh, mm-hmm. even with the knowledge that you have this thing coming, like every time I talk to you, I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm, uh, I'm probably gonna get the Gear VR soon, and I, I still haven't. But uh, well, to be quite honest, I don't have one. And yeah. I work with it. I have one, of <laughs> course, at the company. I, I work with one. I have one just for me. Yeah. Uh, in, in my table to work with, 
but me personally my house I, d I still don't have one mainly because i'm from brazil <laughs> and stuff are more expensive here and yeah. you have to have a, a good uh samsung cell phone in order to work with it mm -hmm. and the headset the the headgear whatever head mount right so it's, a, it's a lot of things you have to buy into before you start playing yeah i think i remember when uh well we were talking about this at full sale too like uh just to give people an idea um when uh it was like when the ps4 came out they were like over a thousand dollars right yes yes it was crazy and that's the 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 price for the new uh super nintendo thing like, jesus yeah yeah that's the price well i mean that's <laughs> that's also nintendo's fault anyways like a lot of that is import tax but like mm -hmm. nintendo's not helping on the supply side not at all <laughs> apparently they are going to do another push of a uh, more nes classics mm -hmm. uh later but maybe next year uh, i heard they're going to possibly make some more of those but it's like come on dude just just put them just make them all digital just put them all in the switch download store we all know it's just an emulator yeah. hiding in disguise <laughs> yeah um okay yeah anyways what i was gonna say was uh you know i'm 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 typically pretty slow to adopt to um you know not to say that uh not to say that vr is a gimmick but i'm just really slow to adopt onto those kind of things because they seem like a gimmick um, yes, and uh, the technology replaces itself so quick right. that it's, it's hard to get into it. It's like buying yeah. the new Street Fighter when you know it's going to have a Super Street Fighter in a month, Ultra Street Fighter <laughs> in a semester, and then a Pokemon Ultra version. Arcade edition, blah, yes. blah, blah, in a year. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, uh, you know, I, I think the big thing with VR is that it just... Um, well, part of it is the, the diversity and the units, like... You know, if I buy, like you're saying, with, uh, I mean, how quickly that each one has a new model, and then how many models there are. So if I mm -hmm. do get an Oculus, I can't necessarily play my buddy from Brazil's game that he made for the Gear VR, okay, and yeah, I can't yeah. play something that's on the HTC Vive, and I have to mm -hmm. download this weird store platform that I don't like, and I can't run it through my Steam, or, you know, depending on what it is, whatever. Uh, there's a lot of different issues with that, so... I think there's like and a little bit it's really good for like developers because even here mm -hmm. like you know samsung has their own uh i actually think samsung i mean i said this to you and i wasn't just blowing smoke up your ass like uh the lower price is huge because the yes. i don't think the vr headsets really have uh insanely crazy features yet so they don't there's no reason even with the oculus like uh, i think there was just a price drop on the vive recently and it's like dude i can't spend 800 bucks like mm -hmm. They're they're decreasing to like six hundred. Ooh, wow. so in, in Brazil, like <laughs> ten and a half million dollars. <laughs> yeah, you I'll know? trade you my car for this yeah. VR thingy that's gonna replace itself next year. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, but you know, it is really good for developers because you know that a lot of, there's a lot of money in ex exclusivity contracts. Yes. Um, and there's a lot of money, and you know, Samsung wants a cool game for this thing. Go pump one out for me real quick, you know? Like, and that's why, the, like I said before, the, the PC VR is so interesting. Mm -hmm. Because it's it's supposedly something that's going to unify all these VR people together. It's a system yeah. that's going to be uh, forcing and uh, many different developers are going to work together in the same system. Mm -hmm. so it's a huge promise. I think it's it might be the big thing. But yeah. 
and that it's I mean PC, like right. So right. The good thing about Gear VR, it's that's mobile. It runs in your phone, mm-hmm. so you can play anywhere. And the the device is even you know lightweight and kind of small. You can actually carry this thing around and use it whatever you want. Right. Um, and yeah, like I do think uh, you know these. Um, walking simulator games i think have kind of had like a weird uh like there's really big popularity considering kind of what they are and like the built-in um i think there's a lot of people that have a negative opinion without really having played the games yes uh it's kind of Uh, almost like the telltale thing at this point that's true Um, when you say telltale game and people already uh assimilated with the other games right but um for walking simulator, it, and it's kind of weird because in Angus, um, you don't actually walk. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a walking simulator that you don't walk. That's because, cool. Uh, I mean, not literally walk. Of course, you do walk. But because of it's running on a smartphone and the game is actually very, very beautiful. I'm not saying just because I'm, I'm, in the, I'm releasing the game, but mm-hmm. the graphics are awesome, especially for a cell phone. Right. And the music and everything like this. So in order to move from one place to another, you don't literally walk, like press a stick forward or walk or anything like that. Mm-hmm. You look into a viewpoint for a couple seconds and you go there. Okay. So it's for, it's is a it walking like a simulator teleport? that you don't walk. It's like a teleport, yes. Okay. Um, um, yeah, because I know that's how a lot of the uh, different VR games have had to try to handle that because... Um, like directly walking is still causing a lot of motion sickness in people yes yeah, so, so motion sickness is a factor mm-hmm. um the technical difficulties of that as well again it's it's a mobile game mm-hmm. um, and everything related to actually moving even if you're not like motion sick mm-hmm. but if you're moving in the game and you're so uh into the game it's vr you know right Sometimes people start walking, <laughs> like literally <laughs> walking in real life. That's not because good. they're walking in the game, and that's not good. Yeah, yeah. That, I would definitely do that. I'm like, uh, like when I'm in a really intense, uh, like a, a big fight in a game or uh, anything that's requiring a lot of like twitch, uh, mm-hmm. like muscle movements and button presses. Um, like like racing I was just, games, and you turn uh, your head in your body. <laughs> yes, I do the whole like I lean into it, and I like curve the controller in my hand and everything. Uh, uh-huh. I was, I've. Uh, I just beat Hellblade uh, about a week ago, and mm-hmm. um, Hellblade had some. The combat is not like phenomenal in it. I don't. I actually liked it more than a lot of reviewers did, but mm-hmm. um, the combat's like very like heavy and kind of slow. Um, so you started like punching together. Well, yeah, I would like I would like hit the button like forty. I would hit like square like a hundred times in a row, and I would get like two attacks out, and then I'm like shaking my hand. I'm like jumping up and down and getting all sweaty and everything in real life. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I get super into it. So VR, I can definitely imagine myself like falling off a cliff or something. <laughs> yes. Or uh, breaking everything in your house. Yeah. Just like, you know, tripping over the cat, like smash a table in half. Uh, Again, another good thing about the Samsung Gear VR, uh, everything is here in, in your head. There, there are no cables. Uh-huh. It's not linked to a desktop. Yeah. So you could actually walk with it if you want to. <laughs> not recommended. <laughs> not recommended. Please don't. <laughs> or you could set up a specific room. I know they're trying to do that with VR, like um, almost make like a like you know how escape rooms got really popular and um, yeah, we we do have a few of those in Brazil. The okay. VR rooms that you can yeah. get into and and play some VR games. 
yeah that's really cool um, and it, the 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 tendency the the what people are doing is trying to set that up in their houses as well right it's uh, like when you first bought a uh connect and you want to play some dance right. game and you have to have this big room empty just so you can play that thing uh-huh like exactly like 22 square feet in the middle of the room empty or whatever yes yeah. and it still doesn't it never fits no matter nope. how big it is it never fits <laughs> that or you so can't get the connect to look at you <laughs> yeah uh i was like no yeah now it fits but it can't recognize my face yep so whatever <laughs> it's always something stupid or the lighting is wrong yeah but uh yeah people are trying to do that with vr as well which i i'm torn apart with this it's like yeah it's cool to have it but who who really can afford a room just for vr or just for gaming right Yeah, I would watch a lot of HDTV, and, uh, you know, and it's always like, oh, well, we have to have, a, a like, I have to have a man cave room. It's like, mm -hmm. imagine in, in 10 years when it's like, I have to have my Minecraft VR room. <laughs> please don't. Uh, please don't. <laughs> please don't. Sir, I'm not going to find a house for you for that. No price. <laughs> uh, I'm sure it's coming, 100%. There should be laws against that. Anyway. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so... Um, I guess basically what I was uh, getting at was that I, I think this is a really good uh, genre for VR. I think that the thing mm -hmm. that really puts VR over the edge is probably not going to be like a traditional game as we think of it. It's probably just going to mm -hmm. be like you are in this cool new environment, which I know a lot of things have been trying to do that too. Yes, that, that's that's the fun part of VR, right? If, right. if you just want to, I don't know, play Angry Birds, play Mario, play Minecraft, it's like Really, you, you could do that in your computer and see exactly the same thing and do exactly the same thing. It might be better on your computer. Yes. Even if you actually are inside of that, wow, it's such graphics. But, yeah. you know, the, the immersion is the best part. Right. And I, I think, I believe that this is why our game, Angust, uh, is actually doing very good. Mm -hmm. Because you actually feel... Uh, inside uh, of this spaceship, the story of the game, uh, you, you start really feeling like you are Valentina, the, the main character. Mm -hmm. Because everything is so real. Like I said before, the graphics are, are very, very realistic. And yeah. you're in this bed, waking up every day, and you see this computer voice telling you what you have to do. And it's like, wow, it's, I, I'm really into this place. Yeah, that's cool. Every time, I, like, I have to be careful on Amazon now, because I have a, mm. uh, I, we were talking a little bit ahead of, of uh, recording, and, like, I, uh, I have, like, more disposable income than I've ever had before, so I'm, like, mm -hmm. I've just been going on a rampage, I'm a monster, <laughs> I've been buying all kinds of stuff, but, uh, yeah. yeah, I think I'm gonna have to get this, because, uh, um, I mean, I guess it, it's, it's worth it to mention that the game's free, if you do have the, uh, Gear VR, you can just go ahead and download, mm -hmm. as long as you have room on your phone, I guess. Yeah, um, it's not even that big. That's impressive because usually the thing that makes up all the size is graphics and audio. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I, I'm in the marketing team. I'm not into the production itself. Right. So I have no idea what kind of black magic <laughs> they're doing right there. But it's actually very small download size. Wow. Okay. So I mean, I uh, it might unpack once it's already been downloaded. It might do like you know minor push updates or whatever to, uh, to unpack more. But a little you know, bit. Regardless. Uh, You know, as long as you have the ability. I mean, um, 
I feel like the uh, Samsung phones are really good with memory handling anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. So I feel like, like, you know, if you have to delete, well, we're, we'll just pick on Angry Birds because it's been Angry Birds this whole time. Uh, <laughs> if you have to delete Angry Birds, it'll be there waiting for you. It's all cloud saves. It's fine. <laughs> That's right. Um, okay. So, yeah. Um, do you know, uh, well, like you said, you're in the, um, you know, marketing kind of PR uh, outreach sort mm-hmm. of stuff with this game. Um, yes. This, this, like you said, this game has basically been in like a finishing process for a little while. Um, a little bit of, uh, I'm sure a little bit of quality assurance and then a little bit of like, let's get this thing out there. And I'm, I'm not going to try to get you to say anything you shouldn't. But, um, <laughs> you know, it, you're, do you know, um, are you, are, is your studio going to continue to work on uh, kind of similar projects to this or is there another VR game in the works? All right, so we're still gonna launch three more games this mm-hmm. year. So wow, that's that's huge. <laughs> yeah, uh, two of them are VR mm-hmm. um, and one mobile game only. But um, so w- one of them it's a little bit of a walking simulator, mm-hmm. uh, not as uh, straight walking simulator like Angus, but mm-hmm. it's more of a horror. Um, again, very narrative based. I, mm-hmm. I think our studio, the, the the game designers that we have working here, are very good at that part, at writing and doing, uh, really making making you think about the game, not just mm-hmm. playing. I think they are very good at this. So this is something that you're gonna see from our games every time. Uh, so there's this one, the horror one, mm-hmm. and um, there's one that is. A little more gaming in the <laughs> in this other sense that we were talking just now, because it's it's it has elements of shooting, uh, has elements of stealth. It's it's like a maybe you could compare it to Metal Gear a little bit. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna have a, a an, an interesting story, uh, but it has a lot of more a lot more of gaming uh, objectives and action. It's more action-packed. That's okay. what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah, that's. Uh, yeah, I'll be interested to see that. I actually just uh, went and checked on the, um, you know, the Google Play Store. Uh, since I haven't plugged in that sweet Gear VR, I don't have access to the Oculus Store yet. But I did see. It looks like you guys have a game out. Um, oh boy, shouldn't turn my screen off. Oh well. Finding <laughs> Monsters Adventure. Yes, Finding Monsters. So. That is one of the first games we re- the studio released, mm-hmm. and it's it's such a beautiful game. You know, it's a, it's like a, a kid's um, book. Mm-hmm. It's very th- there's this art style that's very cartoonish, and yeah. it's actually it, it's you know remember Pokemon Snap from Nintendo yes. 64. Oh it's kind of like that. So this is my ideal game. You you go into literally a, a, a comic book of sorts with mm. these two kids, um, Jake and Tess, and there's a bunch of monsters there, and you have to take the perfect pictures. Uh, oh sometimes you have to interact with the monsters in some ways in order to make them do different poses, and different mm-hmm. poses give you extra points and stuff like that. Oh man, I'm excited! I love it's, Pokemon it's Snap. Very, it's very beautiful. Um, it's a little more more childish because mm-hmm. it was aimed at children, right? 
uh, even more than Pokemon Snap, I'd say. Wow. Because Pokemon Snap could actually have some very diffi- difficult areas and, you know, mm-hmm. uh, very complex puzzles. Or, or the puzzles for finding monsters are not that complex. Okay. But it's still, it's very nice. Yeah. Um, and it's also available for Android. You don't, you don't need uh, VR to play that. You right. could play on your phone or, or on your tablet. That's cool. Other than that, we also have uh, Rock and Rails, mm-hmm. which is also a very nice project. It's uh, it's very. Um, we have a lot of influence from Guitar Hero, Rock Band, and this kind of games. Okay. So, basic story: uh, the Silence Beasts are taking over the world, mm-hmm. so they're like literally nullifying all noise all music and there's these three band members that are literally shooting lasers out of their guitars and instruments <laughs> to kill this beast that's cool so <laughs> it's very you know it feels uh, a little like uh, yeah it feels a little brutal legendy yes yeah uh so you go on rails and you it's it's vr game you mm-hmm look at where you want to shoot and you shoot these monsters and you have to change lanes because uh, there's you know there are attacks like energy based attacks you have to be changing lanes and you collect uh, some words to (laughs) to form the rock and roll just rock Mm -hmm. like remember old games from playstation era like Emerald Crash or Benju Kazooie you collect Mm -hmm. some letters and you form a word Right. Just like that. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. And then that is... So, um, is that one VR? Or? It's VR. Mm-hmm. Okay. For cool. Gear VR. Uh, the cool part about this this game, it's the music itself. So mm-hmm. they were all made here, but we had uh, collaboration with some bands from... Some really big bands from Brazil, but mm-hmm. also some... Uh, some stars from outside as well. There's this uh, Japanese compositor for games, uh, mm. Shota Nakama. Okay. He's composer from very many other games, and he also collaborated with this game. That's cool. So I, I really recommend for the songs. Really, it's mm-hmm. uh, it's very rock and rollish. It sounds a lot like Iron Maiden and maybe Kiss. Mm-hmm. I know. I I really love the songs. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I think uh, I think as I'm setting this up to uh, go live on the uh, podcast hosting website, I think I'm going to be uh, having a Gear VR shipped to me. <laughs> nice. Excited. I can I, I can sh- give you the, the the songs like MP3 if you want to plug in. Oh, I'll definitely this or whatever. <laughs> I'll definitely take that. <laughs> and uh, uh, <coughs> all these games are free right now, so yeah, easy to get into. And then there'll be three more. Yeah, that's cool. Three more this year. Um, we have a, a really big project that might take the whole next year, the whole 2018, mm-hmm. which I can't talk much about yet because right. there's nothing yet to to be talked about. Right. But um, these other three games, they're uh, almost ready to launch. I, I know we, we did a very big... Uh, one of the final builds were done yesterday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wow. And uh, one one really cool thing, since you know this this studio is funded by Samsung, 
a really mm. cool thing that we can do is have the some of the games pre-installed in the phones. Mm -hmm. So I believe the the build we did yesterday is one of those. So okay. if you go and get a new Galaxy phone and they they even have some promotions where you get the phone and you get the Gear VR for free. In some places, some rules apply. I'm not a seller. Don't don't call yes. me for that. Okay. <laughs> but if you do that, the game is gonna be pre-installed in your phone, mm -hmm. which is pretty cool for us. You know, it's yeah, it's a much larger player base, easier to reach. Well, yeah, I mean, like talking about that that kind of install base, um, you know, uh, the Wii actually sold more units uh, than they did like certain games. Um, like most people that had a Wii just had Wii Sports and they never bought another game <laughs> or, you know, Wii Sports cool. Resort or whatever new version it was that they packaged mm -hmm. with the game. So that kind of thing's huge. Uh, think yeah, about how your, much your regular um, family would, would purchase the, the, the console and you know, that's it. That's it's right there ready I, to play. Yeah. I bought the game. That is it. Right. So, um, yeah, that's, that's huge. I think, uh, like think about the PS4, uh, those first PlayStation plus, uh, free games. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I can't think of it now. We were just talking about it. The game that Housemark made, the uh, side-scrolling shooter. Anyways, like that kind of like that that kind of base is huge. And like we were talking about this before we started recording too. Um, just having like Samsung. I mean, <laughs> you know, Samsung can create a phone that is essentially a small bomb, recall them, and put <laughs> out another one and make more money. You know? Yes. Uh, if, like it's great the, to have the that. The company's kind of, good. You know, after after yeah. that, the company's still going good. <laughs> it's it's i mean and you know there's uh with all the like it's just great to have that kind of back and uh mm -hmm. you know games i think i think video games are they're they're still in like a really good point and it was something that i wish i could have planned for before i like dedicated my entire adult schooling to video games <laughs> because i think a lot of people uh well I, we had talked about this one when, when uh we were going to full sale too where i went in with the idea that you know, you graduate, you go work at EA or Activision for like five years on like some minor role. You move up in the company, eventually you split off and go become indie or whatever. And a lot of people, I mean, we were going to school with, uh, some people you know, actually did that, right? Well, we, had, we were going to school with people that had already done that, that had already worked for EA or, you know, we had knew somebody that worked at Blizzard, um, mm -hmm. not in a uh, video game capacity, but, you know, just in Blizzard like support staff, basically. Yeah. And, I had um, my own studio before. You know yes, that. and I'm definitely going to get to that. Uh, mm -hmm. I still, <laughs> uh, I got the, I got, I've been keeping up with all those games as well. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm very brand loyal, and maybe to a fault. I just gave uh, like fifty bucks to somebody on Kickstarter, <laughs> uh, just because I know them, and I like didn't even look at the video for what they're making or anything. Yeah, I mean, I, I know what it is, but I was like, as well. yeah, here mm -hmm. you go. And I'm going to buy everything he ever makes just because I know the guy and he's, he's a cool dude. So yeah. uh, I just got Berserk's Babies because it's the same guy that did Exploding Kittings. Right, yeah. So I, I, I barely read it the first time I, I backed. I was like, sure, yes. Yep, back. okay, here you go. Uh -huh. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so, um, you know, there's... Uh, okay, yeah, so you know what? Let's just talk about it because I love the guys at Behold. I like all their games <laughs> so far. Uh-huh. Uh, let's talk about that a little bit. So you were actually, um, well, we'll see how good my memory is here, but you were kind of, uh, 
kind of on board pretty early on with them, right? Yes. Uh, so Behold it existed a, a few years before I joined, mm -hmm. but um, it had yet to make a, a very successful successful yep. game. <laughs> English is hard. I'm sorry. I'm from Brazil. Yes. <laughs> they had yet to make one. Um, and I joined and we did a few other games that were not as successful. Mm -hmm. But then we did Knights of Fun and Paper. And that was a big hit. Yes. Yes. And then uh, you were like, you also did uh, kind of marketing, advertising, PR uh, there as well, right? Yes. That was my... my my role there um mm -hmm. of course we were only five guys two programmers mm -hmm. two artists and me so everyone did a little bit of game design um like for nights of fun and paper did a lot of balancing stuff especially mm -hmm. because you know we're, we're all a bunch of nerds here right so i played a lot of role-playing games all my life yeah so i had a lot to talk about balancing classes and damage and healing and stuff like that uh -huh. a lot of excel spreadsheets a lot of Excel spreadsheets. I did a <laughs> lot of uh, UX for that as well. Like I, yeah. I had a bunch of people playing and asking their opinion on every single part of the game. So, yeah, yeah that's really cool. Um, but my, yeah, my so main role was was actually marketing. <laughs> yeah, and you ended up with, um, well, I mean, <laughs> I guess uh, we'll 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 get to it as we go through. But um, you ended up being able to kind of get in contact with. Uh, was it was paradox. it par yeah paradox they have an imprint now right that's like uh it's a different name but it's the same company oh well does it um, I, I don't even they, know this they, they've got well they have paradox as the parent company uh they mm. have paradox interactive makes the uh strategy the games, games. Mm -hmm. and then i think they have another thing now that starts with p also so basically we met uh, a guy from paradox he he was in brazil for for a talk in a, mm -hmm. a big convention and we showed him the game and he fell in love like instantly he told us he spent the whole travel back to where is paradox again uh, uh sweden sweden i think sweden yes so he spent the whole travel back to sweden playing knights of fun and paper in his phone and as soon as he arrived he contacted us he was like let's let's work together let's do something mm -hmm. and that was big for us really big you know um for me i, I had never worked with games before so I mm -hmm. was a year long working at Behold Studios, and to be honest, I I wasn't very sure what what I was doing, <laughs> if I was doing right or not. Yeah. And then Paradox is like co uh, co launching the game. Co, what's the word? Uh, uh yeah, they were they were uh, like a partial producer. Partial producer, yes. And that was that was weird. It was really cool <laughs> for us numbers and everything, but that was yeah. weird. That's I, what got me um, to leave Behold because mm -hmm. Paradox was doing all of my job. <laughs> right. Yeah. They, like they I took say, on I, like I, a I don't blame on anything because again, I, I wasn't. I I didn't know what I was doing. It was really infant for games marketing and PR. Mm -hmm. And they were doing everything. <laughs> and um, <laughs> my role was really. Yeah, uh, I know you were I also a part of, and this is, uh, you know, I don't know how well people know Knights of Pen and Paper. Um, you know, if you follow us, if you follow Mammoth Games, um, you'll see that I talk about it all the time. But um, yeah, so uh, 
I think I also worked a little bit just the start of Chroma Squad. Right. Yeah. Like Chroma Squad. I think was. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The Chroma Squad was a lot. Um, it had a bigger eye on it. I think uh, mm-hmm. it was a successful Kickstarter, which you were part of. Yes. Um, just that. So I, I only worked on the Kickstarter on the very beginning of the, the of the production of this game. Uh-huh. Uh So I I worked a little bit on the Kickstarter on the the campaign itself. We had a a very cool video for it. Mm-hmm. Um, live action. Comic books, live action, stuff like yeah. that. But just just the very beginning, and the okay. concept itself. Like we came up with the idea for Chroma Squad. Um, we were all at GDC showcasing Knights of the Paper. Mm-hmm. And we were like in a bus talking about Power Rangers. I was like, Dan, we all love this thing. Why don't uh, we make a game about this thing? So that's where it yeah. all began. <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. Um, yeah, it's basically like, uh, I don't know, a Power Rangers sim game. Yeah, it's um, actually a Super Sentai. All right. right. Let's right. let's not say Power Rangers because, you know, yes. saving, saving is. It's, and in fact, they they did uh, kind of mobilize against you a little bit, right? Yes, I wasn't there anymore, but I can tell a little bit of the story from an outsider mm-hmm. view. But um, they didn't buy the Sentai thing. They were like, "You you guys are doing Power Rangers. Don't don't fool us." <laughs> but it was really more of a Sentai. We the 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 Chroma Squad mentioned a lot of other Super Sentai, which is this kind of show with the guys that morph into something more powerful right yada yada but they they said it was two power rangers and they wanted to change the name change the game season desist whatever um i can tell you more details again i was outside of that but yeah. they they uh they found a, a a mid place so now it's chroma squad inspired by Saban's power rangers i can't believe that because I, I know that, um, well, they are, uh, well, I don't know what I can say here. But, you know, I can't <laughs> believe they wouldn't want to, like, cash in on that. Yeah. Uh, I would have been, they, like... They did I mean, a little bit. I can I can tell the details, but yeah, yeah. They, they did capitalize on it a little bit. I would have been, like, okay, you guys are the, like, Saban Brands video game company now. Like, here's here's a lot of money, like... Let's put right? this all together. Uh, the, That's what I would have done. I, I, I believe Behold Suits would be on par with that. Um, can, sh- can say for sure, but if a company as big as Saban yeah. tells you, hey, let, all right, your game is cool. Let's call this, instead of Chroma Squad, it's like Power Ranger Squad, whatever. Yeah. I'd be up for it. I was like, cool. Hell yeah. What's, what's, what's the pay? Let's do it. <laughs> what did you think of the uh, Power Rangers movie? I didn't watch it. <laughs> oh my I mean? god! I was in, I was moving places, and I was in a new job, and uh, I, I couldn't watch it. If you would have told me to. this ahead of time, I would have sent you the digital copy. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> it's gone now. <laughs> Damn. You. It is. Uh, I, I just want to point out, it is illegal to sell digital codes on eBay. So I don't know anything about that. I don't either. Send nope. Me the code. <clears throat> <clears throat> Don't tell Saban. <laughs> let, let, let's let's change the subject. Yes. So um yeah. So you've uh you know you've had a pretty cool career. I mean, kind of. I, I said it a little bit. Um, uh, I just kind of touched on it coming into uh you know talking about our time at Full Sail and everything. Like, 
I, I came from a background of, you know, I had a couple Word documents of video game ideas. Um, you know, I, I'm also, uh, I, I've got a history with, like, Dungeons & Dragons, other kind of tabletop role-playing games. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, I like, I'm very much like the, like, on-paper designer. Um, mm-hmm. I do like the systems, I like the numbers, I like balance, that on kind of stuff. On pen and paper? On pen and paper, and... Um, I mean that converts pretty cleanly to digital. I think that's one of the that uh-huh. that kind of role has kind of gone away in the game industry in a lot of places. Like everybody should probably just be able to program and do a little bit of art and do audio now, which well, is I not great it, for me. And I'm in the marketing team, you know. Right. Exactly. So um, yeah, I, I like just the way I, I, I work. myself the discussing art with the team with, with the, the the art lead last week. Uh-huh. I was like, this is like this, this is like that. I would like it to look more like X or Y, uh-huh. you know. Of course, I, I was giving the marketing perspective, but you have to know what you're talking about before you just give opinions. Yes. That's why I feel at least. I mean, especially if you like, um, every once in a while I'll be talking to somebody who's just extremely technically proficient in like computer science. Mm-hmm. And I'll say, um, well, don't have any good examples, but like, you know, you'll just say something very general, like, you know, I just want the computer to like do this. And, and then they say, off and on again. yeah, exactly. And then they say like a, a five part word, like 16 <laughs> syllables, like it's got three hyphens in it. I'm like, yep. Uh huh. That sounds right. Uh, yeah, sure. That's, uh-huh. that's yes. what I meant. Mm-hmm. Do it. And we'll meet back later on that. Uh, but, but uh, have you tried the other way? It's like, you don't say what's the other way. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> have you tried the other way on that? Um, Briggs principle, <laughs> start uh, saying yes. words. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 Uh, yes. So yeah, yes. Um, yeah, you actually, <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a uh, that's kind of been my personal initiative lately. I've been trying to get uh, like we have a, um, I guess a little like baby brand inside of Mammoth Games, which is Digital Dungeons. And mm-hmm. um, I haven't been able to get a chance to launch it yet because I'm trying to build up a good bank of content. Uh, it's going to be, like, I'm going to post, uh, it's it's basically, like, Roll20 screens. I'm just going to, like, post those on YouTube with audio. So, it's, cool. eh, you know, it's going to be pretty boring. But, I um, use it a lot. I like Roll20. Ooh, I'm still learning. I got I got some stuff down, but uh, there's a lot to that tool. Uh, when I was at Full Sail in the United States, I wanted to play RPG with my Brazilian friends. So, mm-hmm. I was playing, like, every week. Every Sunday was RPG Shit. Day for, like, a whole year. That's cool. Um, all right. Well, I've got like a hundred people on a list now. Like my whole life, throughout high school and everything, I'm trying to get like Dungeons Dragons games set up, and we'd have like two sessions, and then nobody ever could get scheduled again. <laughs> yeah. And uh, that's harsh. Like you know, made it into full sale. I got I got uh, you know my group of guys at um, Zygobot to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was able. I was always able to lure in my roommate and his girlfriend. Um, now that I'm back, I get my girlfriend to play too. So we've got like a little group. And then anytime I mention it to anybody, they're like, oh, I'd love to play with you guys. So I have like a list of 70 people that all want to play. Nice. And uh, so we, we, we did a few stuff there. Who, who organized that? I think it was uh, Julie. She, uh-huh. she had this, this group of for new players to play Dungeons and Dragons. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I was like, well. I don't want to get too much into myself here because this is the Ronaldo interview. But um, <laughs> that was one of the only things I actually came into Full Sail with is I had an idea for like a tabletop uh, 
like group s- mostly like setting um nerd yeah nerd <laughs> alert um yeah so like i i want to make my own rules because i don't want to yeah license I've seen, the uh, uh, a few system. things that you released like this extra uh homebrew stuff that you did it's pretty cool yeah yeah that's a that's a really good um if anybody is like super interested in that i can't say that it gets you like any kind of critical attention at all but mm-hmm. i haven't i haven't released another uh like supplement it's on through dm's guild um i released like oh man i released like 15 20 things back to back like yeah every other week or something like that and it was it was not like big it was like a new race or you know a collection of five sub races or a new like class like alteration Sometimes. or whatever that's exactly what you're looking for it's like yeah i need a new race because i'm bored of all this stuff i was like yeah here like, here you go i don't want to play a half orc again <laughs> i'm over it <laughs> so yeah uh that, that's i've had like a steady stream of like uh you like cash it out to paypal when you get enough and it, almost everything i made is free and mm-hmm. people just choose to donate if they want to and i get like i i go and take like 10 bucks every two or three months off of it so nice that's not bad at all for free content. Yeah, a little Quote, thing. I need to get ad, I need to see if I can get that ad. Just get ad revenue. This, you know, just get me in touch with somebody at Samsung. I can get some Samsung ads in my <laughs> Dungeons Dragons booklets. I'm 100% <laughs> of this marketing department. All right, well, just let me know then. Games into Samsung. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. Um, yeah, okay. So, um, I guess... Uh, you, you guys at uh, Black River Studios are can, going to continue to have some more stuff coming out, possibly some bigger projects here soon, um, or at least yes. start working on bigger projects, and we'll see about releases. The but team's um, actually very big, so we're always mm-hmm. working to uh, at least a couple projects at any given time. But <clears throat> but we do have you know a backlist, a backlog of several different stuff we want to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a very interesting thing in this studio. Um, I'm kind of new in the studio, yeah. but uh, how they think about what they're gonna build next is with a game jam, like intern game that's jam. Cool. Yeah, yeah, and like the uh, like the double fine amnesia fortnights. Yes, exactly. So whatever, and they do a bunch of groups, a bunch of projects, and then they get together and and like rates them well mm-hmm. what's the best project for the company to do to move forward with i think that's very cool yeah that is i like that um because you you already have something that you can show um it's a very political studio right it's, it's samsung yeah. and it's a research and development area and whatever so everything has to be very uh categorized very well written very well explained mm-hmm. Uh, someone way up high has to give the okay before every project begins. Mm-hmm. So that is a big jump. If you do a game jam and you already have something that this guy, this boss guy can put on his face and play, that's like 20 steps ahead. Right, right. And I think that's really good for the creative process too because mm-hmm. there's so much that's like, you know, it, it really is like you're defined by your constraints. Like, if you just put somebody, if you just sit somebody down, if you just sit, you know, let's say uh, Kojima down and give him a blank check, and say, okay, make me a game, it'll <laughs> it'll never come out. You know, because it's like, 
I don't how know, do you man. start? Like, what's your first idea? Sony better stay on him because he'll take <laughs> ten years to make a game That's if he right. gets the chance. That's true. Uh, just give me another Zone of the Enders. I'll take it. Um, so yeah, like you know, having having constraints, like okay, you have to make a game that you can get done in a week or you know five work days or two work days or whatever it is and um you know it maybe there are additional constraints like okay we want a game in vr only and then maybe mm -hmm. there's additional constraints on top of that we want something that'll run on a galaxy note 5 that's what i still have i'm so sorry mm -hmm. <laughs> so you know like adding on those constraints actually kind of frees you up in a lot of ways mentally to um you know make a game in a limited scope whereas when you just get a blank check make whatever you want do whatever you want any game any system any platform any price that's any right. model like that's killer like what would you ever do um so yeah that's really cool like i i love that kind of concept that's something that i've kind of you know pushed friends towards and any projects i'm working on i i do like to push towards like you know, let's just do a game jam. You know, let's do the global game jam. Let's get involved with mm -hmm. this uh, Ludum Dare, Ludum Dare, whatever that is. I always um, do it. And, you know, I, I I couldn't program Hello World to save my life. <laughs> and uh, I also can't draw or do any kind of significant art. Yeah. And I can't do audio and I can't do shit. <laughs> <laughs> but I still do game jams. Um, yeah. The past few, uh, we, we even, like talked on the last global game jam that i did um i was doing a story-based game what 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 was the that software that we used uh, twine twine yes yep. it was pretty cool to work with twine yes yeah. writing writing that's one thing i can do yes <laughs> exactly like my brain thinks of stuff and then it tells me what to write <laughs> that's that's what i have uh yeah, so yeah it, it, even before twine i i always um, was part of game jams as a quote-unquote game designer not really but right give an idea helping people to balance something uh, even if it was just to brew some coffee I'm the pizza orderer guy whatever mm -hmm. game jams are awesome I love game games yeah yeah I've been I've been trying to stay um, you know I the first one I did was that the first one in January at the uh, full well actually I was involved in one earlier than that even um, hmm. But yeah, full sale. I did my first game jam, and I was like, "Yep, this is a good thing to do." Mm -hmm. It's uh, fun. So I've, I've done several of those now, and yeah, this it's it's definitely uh, you know, uh, it's if you body consuming, it's it's you're you're not gonna feel better for a few months, but it, yeah, yeah, sure, do yeah. it. <laughs> well, it's a good it's a really good way to meet people too. If you go in and get a team that you didn't pre make. Oh yeah, that's really cool um, as well. Yeah, but yeah, so I know. Um, uh, it, it seems like uh, game jams have kind of like cemented your games career together. Um, I know yes. that uh, some of the early stuff that Behold did was like game jam projects, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, that's cool. Some some stuff that I even worked with them. I I met Behold at a game jam. Uh, yeah, that's so cool. What was it? I I think it was a global game jam. Mm -hmm. I can't remember the year. I think it was 2011, and um, yeah, the 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 team was. Um, Ouroboros, the the snake eating itself that right. represents uh, infinity, mm -hmm. and I, I I was with Behold and I was doing audio for that game. 
which sucked. <laughs> <laughs> so at least, you know, uh, on my personal life, I do love music. I'm a drummer and I can play the guitar and I, you know, I, I studied a lot of music. I can even play a little bit of saxophone. Um, weird. weird. Yes, I know. Nerd alert. So there's this software called uh, Fruity Loops. Mm-hmm. And um, you can do music and audio there like you would do with um, a drums partiture, like a, a score, a drum score. Mm-hmm. So it was easy for me to understand and try to do something. It sucked. <laughs> <laughs> I, I totally, I, I made the game so much worse, but it was fun. <laughs> well, I don't know. Like there is a thing too that, um, you know, for, for anybody that wants to get involved in games, I mean... You know, you made some like, I mean, I haven't heard it, so I, I'm just, I'm just going off what you said. But you make some shit audio for a game, and then you end up with, you know, a bunch of cool friends that are making some great stuff. You get, you sell a game to Paradox of all companies, like, yeah, huge fan favorite. You, you know, launch a successful Kickstarter, which is able to help launch you into, you know, going and getting your, uh, you know, a further education in video games that helps That's launch true. you into, you know, a couple other studios. So, um, you know, it, it's... Yeah, and, and, and before I was here uh, doing this VR stuff, I was also in uh, Hoplon, which is arguably the biggest studio in Brazil, game mm-hmm. studio in Brazil. And I was working on Heavy Metal Machines, uh, which is a game that I... I particularly like it very much. Uh-huh. Um, it, it's super hard to explain the game and to get people motivated by it because it's a car MOBA and people are that's, so that's burned weird. out by MOBA. I'm still uh, playing League of Legends. Jesus. Shame on you. Yeah, it's not a good thing. <laughs> I, I felt sadness for a minute. It's, I feel sadness every day. All right. Uh, <laughs> I, I I actually watch the LCS and whatever. Yeah, I okay. weirdly I don't. Okay, I've been playing for <laughs> since 2011. But anyways, um, okay, so uh, you know I think um, the majority of people that listen are from the U.S. So uh, do you have anything? Um, you know, is there anything exciting that's kind of stuck out to you in the Brazil uh, game scene? Is there anything like? Um, you know, any shout-outs you want to make or anything like that? Yeah, so the guys at Behold Studios just launched their new game mm-hmm. uh, a few weeks, maybe a, a month ago, which yeah. is Galaxy of Pen and Paper. Uh-huh. Direct sequel to Knights of Pen and Paper. Okay. Well, can they say... Not really. I, I feel <laughs> like Knights of Pen and Paper got... I feel like the IP got fully sold. So. All right, let me say something, because now I'm not part of Behold Studios, so I can uh-huh. say this. Uh-huh. I did not like... Knights of Pen and Paper 2. Yes. It was not made by Behold Studios. Uh, uh-huh. So w- we sold the IP to Paradox. They right. asked Behold Studios if they wanted to do a sequel. They were uh, occupied doing Chroma Squad. Mm-hmm. So another studio, which I don't know what studio is, I don't remember their name, don't know where they are from, they did Knights of Pen and Paper 2. Mm-hmm. And I, it, it was a success from what I heard. I'm glad. I, that's super cool. Yeah. But I'm. I me personally, I didn't like it. <laughs> I agree. I couldn't play it too long for. I never finished the game. Yeah, but well, I mean, it's also hard too. I mean, if you just played, if you play enough, like I didn't play a lot of Fallout New Vegas because I played like two hundred hours of Fallout Three. 
Mm-hmm. So if if it's too similar, it's hard to get into a sequel. It is very similar, and it's a little worse, in my opinion. So it's hard to get into it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, go on. But now we have Galaxy of Pen and Paper, uh, again made by Behold. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a sp- now it's a uh, space thing. It's not medieval knights. It's space mm-hmm. knights. <laughs> yeah, like a little bit of. Uh you know, the tech magic, uh, not really cyberpunk, but kind of touching mm-hmm. on that a little bit. A little bit of that. Well, you know, Star Wars, Star Trek, right. stuff like that. Uh, Starfinder, the new game from the Pathfinder team. Tabletop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So, Galaxy of Pen and Paper. It's pretty cool. Uh, I'd I recommend agree. it. Um, again, on mobile, on Steam, on whatever you want to play. <laughs> yep. Uh, what else? What What's happening in Brazil right now? So, there's Heavy Metal Machines. Um I mentioned it's a MOBA, but it's not your traditional MOBA. You don't have Mm -hmm. minions, you don't have towers, uh, you don't buy items, Uh but it's still a MOBA. I I do recommend it. Uh, The only bad part about this game is the player base is so low that Mm. if you go ahead and install the game today, uh, you might take too long in the line, in the queue, before you can actually play a match. Because it has to match four versus four and you know it sometimes it's hard mm-hmm. what else um i'm looking at the official uh brazilian game companies.com website what <laughs> just a, i i wouldn't recommend it it's not great don't do it <laughs> uh okay the last time it was updated was in 2014 and uh mm. They only have one page, and it ends in the Bs. It's all alphabetically organized, and it ends at Bit Raiders. All right. Um, so I don't know how accurate this is. Behold Studios is on there, though. Yay. <laughs> hmm. um, Black River is not. Oh, it would be later, so there's just not a second page. That's the issue. Interesting. When was it less updated, you say? 2014. Hmm. Black River was was funded like late 2013 like December 13 hmm. so it would make sense to not be there interesting uh, I don't okay. know I, I guess that's it I don't remember anything so if I have to recall something that hard it's not worth mentioning <laughs> okay. you heard me if your game is not mentioned here I'm uh-huh. sorry <laughs> if you haven't specifically been called out your studio sucks quit <laughs> get a new job <laughs> no uh, there's, there is one very nice game coming it's called Alchemia. Mm-hmm. Like alchemy, but yes. you know, it's like I Greek. A. Alchemia with a Y, whatever. Oh, okay. Uh, it's actually from some friends of mine, so shame on me for not remembering it. It's just that this game has been in production for quite some time, really long time already, mm-hmm. but it's looking super good. I highly recommend it. Um, it's, it's like... Um, an adventure game actually an adventure game mm-hmm. uh, you mix potions and you get different results and you use those to defeat monsters okay so it's kind of like a um mm, witcher light a little witcher a little magica from paradox mm-hmm. you know, oh okay you, yeah. you mix spells yeah. and you get something else right almost like that and you enchant your sword or enchant your bombs and different results and stuff like that single player but um, it's looking so pretty, and it's uh, it's a PC release. Uh, mm. 
yeah, I don't know when they're releasing it. Huh. That's it. That's all I have to say. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, yeah, I know uh, this was a couple of years ago, I think, but uh, like that the uh, YouTube channel uh, Extra Credits did was talking about like uh, the the next big places for like video game industry to break out, and I, I think the first one they talked about was Brazil, or maybe nice. Brazil was the second. But um, mm -hmm. yeah, that was a big one, and it's like you know more and more studios open up every day. All it is is just like it's a little bit of a, a function of like how long is it going to be until enough people are educated in this that they can just start like pumping it out you know what i mean yeah so the the this movement this um uh, what's happening in brazil right now it's uh we're having a, a political crisis uh money yes. crisis and stuff like that we we talked about this before yeah, uh, yeah. but isn't everybody having a political crisis <laughs> Yeah, the whole world is having that. But uh, yeah, I for think, gaming uh, in Brazil, it's like it was never affected. Gaming in Brazil mm -hmm. has been increasing uh, more and more uh, every year, every month. Uh, you see a lot of new, uh, new companies, new studios opening. Uh, people having some really good success. Mm -hmm. A bunch of um, conventions happening here that are bringing people from outside some major people were coming like kojima you mentioned kojima before mm -hmm. kojima is in sao paulo next next week i guess oh wow or this week i don't know it's for the um, brazil game show there's like there's tokyo game show there's a bunch of game shows yeah uh, so kojima is here for brazil game show and is giving interviews it's talking to developers he's going to be part of the there's a game jam in the brazil game show Mm -hmm. And from what I heard, Kojima is giving the the team for the game jam. Wow! So it's like you're making a game for Kojima. <laughs> and Sony oh, will cool. it's like possibly publish it in five years. <laughs> mm, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, okay. I don't think he's really uh, giving that much attention to it. But just the presence, you know, it, it means right. a lot for us. Right. Um. How many? How many? Uh. Do you, do you think that's one of the bigger events, uh, video game events in Brazil? There is one that is bigger. Uh -huh. It's called Big. <laughs> okay. B-I-G. Yep. Brazilian Indie Games, I guess, or something okay. like that. And uh, it's, it's like a PAX. There's that one is very, very big, but it's, mm -hmm. it's more for indie games. There's the one I just said, Brazil Game Show. It's, right. it's for really big games, but not necessarily Brazilian games. You know, okay. Sony is going to be here, Microsoft, Nintendo, whatever. Mm -hmm. And there is uh, a symposium called SB Games, uh, Symposium Brasileiro de Games, uh, Brazilian okay. Symposium. Uh, that's actually the biggest game event in the whole Latin America. Oh, wow. Uh, that's that's where uh, we met the Paradox guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um. It's very big and it's... Uh, oriented to game developers mm -hmm. it's like a uh, brazilian or latin american uh, gdc you know talks yeah. uh post-mortems uh stuff like that interesting um yeah well you'll have to uh keep me updated on that because i'm going to try to start getting out to uh some some uh trade shows now that i kind of have the ability to um <laughs> yeah, sure like I'm definitely trying to schedule uh, at least GDC for myself next year. I, I will um, be in the U.S. next week 
for VR and DC. It's DDC, but for VR only. <laughs> uh huh. And where are they holding that? San Francisco, same place. Yeah. That's too. That's too far for me. If I'm if I have to go if I have to travel that far, like I'll just go to Japan or something cool. <laughs> mm -hmm. No reason just to go somewhere else in the U.S. Uh, I'll be in the U.S. next week, and then one month after that, again to San Francisco. There's gonna be a, a Samsung only convention in okay. October. Uh, that's showcasing cool. our games of course yeah all right well um let's wrap it up yeah time to wrap it up uh i guess uh definitely want to check out the new stuff um black river studios is the name to keep an eye on mm -hmm. um specifically angust angust uh is that a uh does that translate so it, it comes from the word angst right uh angust the way it's named it's uh swedish or some mm -hmm. north europe language for right. angst okay like yeah, yeah. and angst is just german it never Angustia. yeah german yeah. or it never translated like to english there, there was never a new word it's just like yep we'll take that one <laughs> yes so right. yeah actually the game had a different name before uh mm -hmm. for for a long time uh when the game was actually ready, we had some trouble with, um, you know, the previous name was already re registered. Okay. But yeah, it was, some it was so stuff, early yeah. in development that we never bothered registering it, <laughs> like trademarking. Yeah. And when we actually went for it, it was a pretty common name. So I, I'm actually glad we changed. I, I love this new name. Um, I think it's funny how American people have a, a hard time to pronounce it sometimes. Yeah. Like Angus, I've seen some people really having a hard time. It, That's uh, interesting. From a marketing perspective, it, it's good and bad at the same time, of course. Well, it's good because it's very unique. Yes. Um, bad because some guy you in Wisconsin doesn't want to say it. Like, yeah. Have you played Angus? No, what do you mean? Angist? Angist? Yeah. Angist? <laughs> Angie? My cousin God. Angie? That's annoying. <laughs> Everybody can pronounce every character in Game of Thrones fine. Yes. But try to give us a word that we already know with an extra letter in it. Not happening. Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. It's like, oh, what you're listening to? Oh, it's Tchaikovsk. Yep. Sure. <laughs> Tchaikovsk. That's funny. <laughs> that is easy, but Angus? Uh, no. No. <laughs> That's funny. So, Angus, right. uh, again, um, very cool game. Let me, let me just take two minutes to talk about Angus. Yeah. Very cool game. Narrative driven, um, bunch of different endings. All right, four different endings. Mm -hmm. um, That's a bunch. There's this. Uh, so, you are Valentina, uh, a Russian cosmonaut in a mission, mm -hmm. um, and every single day you have to do uh, daily routines in your spaceship, which include biometric and. Uh, psychological um tests like mm -hmm. every morning the, the the computer has to see if everything is okay with you and then you go to work on aeroponics to you know like a garden mm -hmm. and every day is that every single day and you're alone in the spaceship mm. slowly day by day uh valentina starts losing it like mm -hmm. She starts mixing together what's what is dream, what is reality, and 
the only companion you have is Constantine, which is just artificial intelligence, AI. So it's just this robot telling you to do the same thing every day, every night, every day, every night. And as you start losing it, uh, Constantine tries to, to hold you. It's like, I'm going to put something on your food so you don't drink anymore. But then, do you actually want that? Do you, do you want to be controlled by Constantine? Constantine is never, he's mm. not a bad character. He's just a robot. We're not doing Glado's thing here. He's literally just a robot. Yeah. But, you know, you have dreams. You have nightmares about Constantine. And stuff get really weird. Oh, man, that uh, sounds so cool. So basically, you can uh, follow what he's, he wants for you every day. You can do the opposite of what he asks you to. Mm -hmm. It's like, fuck this robot. I don't know if I can say <laughs> that. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> fuck this robot. I, I'm, not, I'm not doing this. Or you could just go for freedom. It's like, he asks you to, um, I don't know, cut some uh, bad flowers out of your garden. You could cut the flowers. You could, um, I don't know, put more bad flowers in the garden on purpose. <laughs> or you could just do nothing. And it's up to you. All, all of these actions, everything you do in the game um, will lead you into different endings. Wow. And in order to understand actually what's happening, you it would be great to do the different innings mm -hmm. and that's it that's that's youngest oh it's really cool yeah it's a a touch of um tacoma a little bit prey mm -hmm. um yeah that's cool it's, and I've, it's very I've been really into uh, very much inspired by um the myth of sisyphus mm. I, I might be butchering the name in english that sounds but uh it's camus uh this this very known writer mm -hmm. and uh Saint Seiya character? Never mind that. Um, <laughs> so the myth is about this ancient Greek person, um, which the gods told him to uh, push a boulder up a hill every day. So his orders mm -hmm. were, you will push this boulder up this hill every day, but by the end of the day, it's going to fall down the hill. Mm -hmm. And the next day, you're going to do that again for the rest of your life. Yes. And Sisyphus, who is this person? Uh, I'm not gonna go too deep into it, but he wonders what is what what he sh really should do. Should he follow what the gods say? Should he do something else? Should he whatever mm. will, uh, rebel against the gods? That is basically the the biggest um, biggest influence for Angus. Okay. And if you That's know about this, you can see <laughs> there's a bunch of books in the in the spaceship. There's a bunch of little hints into mm -hmm. this myth. Yeah, and that's cool. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm really All into right. like uh, I've been really into like AI stuff lately, and uh, um, kind of like you know that idea. I mean, you know, it is something really that's hit on um, a little bit in Prey, a lot in Tacoma. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I think a lot of media is getting really obsessed with AI because Elon Musk said we're all going to get killed by robots soon. <laughs> so the, the, he said the, the third world war is going to be started by AI, right? Something like uh, that. And it'll be finished by AI. Trust me on that. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, that's really, uh, 
I, I like that that games are exploring this at kind of the same speed that movies are. Um, mm-hmm. You know, games have been able to like kind of close that gap really quickly in terms of like quality of storytelling. I mean, uh, you know, um, I think Hellblade part I think, of games really helped right, with that. Exactly. Um, you know, Hellblade did a great job of like telling a very visual, uh, you know, um, dealing with a character with like a mental illness that changes how she perceives the world. Like that's something mm-hmm. that movies do all the time. I mean, that's like, you know, Christopher Nolan's, um, Oh boy. What's the movie where the uh, guy has the tattoos? Uh, uh, I'm dying. Oh, well, Me too. um, yes. So there's like a lot yes, of movies that, that movie, deal with yes. stuff. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, there's a lot of movies that deal with like, lack of being able to properly understand reality as it's happening and kind of going nuts and you know uh games have really caught up to that and you know games are asking these questions the same way that some of these huge films do Mm -hmm. so um you know that's really cool it's a good it's a good topic to jump on like i said i think it's a good uh game space as far as like vr is concerned i think it's a good way to make use of that technology Um, yeah you know a few years ago there was this talk about games uh, reaching up to movies and cinema. Yeah. I, I don't think it's that anymore. I, I think games are ahead. Well, I mean, certainly if if you uh, if you just look at money, I mean, games are untouched. I mean, it's it's the yes. biggest mm-hmm. uh, entertainment medium, and I think just video games are now bigger than all other entertainment combined. Yeah, um, something like that. But we just had a, a. Go ahead. But for for the, the the storytelling thing, this reaching into new um, new stories, really, uh, I think games are ahead yeah. in the movies from the movies. Uh, yeah, the, like I said, the the interactivity of games, VR, all this stuff that really makes you into the story. Mm-hmm. I don't think movies can ever beat that. Yeah, I mean. Um without merging into like a you know doing like a full movie in vr mm-hmm. that's doable um but I think there are is, a few already but yeah i mean even it, is that a movie anymore or is it something else uh-huh. you know um walking simulators like interactive walking simulator hey i went and saw it on my samsung gear vr 8 heads up on my samsung galaxy note 27 <laughs> and i'm still alive and I somehow survived it. <laughs> and all I got was this dumb t-shirt. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's really cool, man. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm uh, glad to uh, have got a good chance to catch up with you. Um, we just happened to have a nice uh, couple hurricanes roll through that, yeah, that uh, sucked. Yeah, delayed the uh, Orlando half of the podcast here. So, as good excuse as any. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, man, I'm glad, uh, glad you ended up at a cool studio making some cool stuff i'm looking forward to see more i'm definitely going to be playing that uh monster finder game mm-hmm. Fighting um, monsters. yep is the so, name of the game <laughs> uh yes I'm, I'm i mean if you search black river studios it's the first thing that probably the yeah. only thing that comes up until the next uh just phone only one comes out but yeah. um yeah man cool nice talk to you too uh uh we we, we talked off off podcast before and it's, it's good to to hear everything that's happening and um let's let's keep going man and the, the, the game industry uh you have to persevere you know yes very when much I, I mean when i left 
behold and before I got into the master's degree in full sale, I was mm. a little lost in my career. I, I didn't know if I, I was still gonna keep doing games. Mm -hmm. And I did, and I'm glad I did, and it's working out. So that's a that's some incentive to everyone out there who's yes. listening to this. Don't give up. Definitely, yeah. All right, man. Good talking with you. Bye. Don't don't cut my bye. <laughs>